This is the legal disclaimer where we tell you that the views, thoughts, and opinions shared on this podcast belong solely to us, the people talking, and not necessarily Brady or Brady's affiliates. Please note that this podcast does contain discussions of violence that some people may find disturbing. It's okay. We find them disturbing too. this week's super quick wrap-up of what went down in the world of gun violence prevention. As always, this is JJ. And is the norm for these little moments on Friday, I am alone. I am all alone. It's just me, and I guess you. Hopefully. This week, we're talking about the loss of a giant in the gun violence prevention movement, the latest Democratic debate, the continuing carnage in Chicago, the dangers of road rage, gun violence prevention art in Rockefeller Center, Teachers learning how to triage gunshot wounds, a strange violent video played at a Trump fundraiser, and a glimmer of hope in the introduction of legislation to prevent family fire. Today's episode, as such, will run a few minutes longer than our usual 10 minutes, but please stick with me because there is a lot to cover. First, we take a moment to mourn the passing of Elijah Cummings. Today, it was formally announced that Representative Elijah Cummings, longtime representative of Maryland's 7th District and gun violence prevention hero, passed away following complications concerning longstanding health challenges. We here at Brady remember Representative Cummings as a tireless gun safety champion who battled for equality and justice from his start in the Maryland House of Delegates to becoming chairman of the House Oversight and Reform Committee. Our president, Chris Brown, who you've heard from before, said, From his earliest days in Congress, Americans could count on Representative Cummings as a stalwart champion for gun safety. Time and again, our nation witnessed Representative Cummings put party politics aside and make protecting our communities and future generations a priority. He took action, not sides, and reached across the aisle to combat gun trafficking and to address gun violence impacting his Baltimore constituents. His voice of moral clarity and reason united our nation behind a common force and brought us closer to ending the epidemic of gun violence. The loss of Representative Cummings has broken the heart of the gun violence prevention community, but we will always remember his legacy as a fighter for justice, equality, and for fairness. His vision of an America free of gun violence is shared by many and will endure. On Tuesday night, the fourth Democratic presidential debate was held, and in between talks of health care and tax plans, candidates voiced an urgency to tackle the issue of gun violence in America. The conversation itself kicked off by asking candidates to respond to former Representative Beto O'Rourke's statement about a mandatory gun buyback for assault weapons. I'm sure you all remember that one. While the nuances of the candidates' proposals differed, almost all had an opportunity to voice their desire to ban assault weapons. In particular, Senator Elizabeth Warren underscored that gun violence is not just mass shootings and called for a larger focus on domestic violence and suicide as critical to ending the epidemic of gun violence. This is fitting since October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Julianne Castro 
then had a noteworthy moment when he called out the recent murder of a Tatiana Jefferson who was shot and killed by a white police officer while in her Fort Worth home. On Wednesday, Congressional Representatives Ingle and Jayapal introduced the Safe Gun Storage Act, legislation to help establish safety standards for firearm safes and locks. Recent surveys show that 54% of gun owners do not store their firearms safely, and 34% of those homes have children in them under the age of 18. Unsafely stored firearms and incidents of family fire, furthermore, make up 18% of all gun injuries in the nation. That's 18% of injuries that can easily be eliminated. Representative Jayapal said, quote, It is our moral imperative to do all that we can to prevent the all-too-frequent occurrence of gun violence. End quote. And that's true. You do have the power to end family fire. You can follow the family fire motto, Ask, Act, Talk, and Learn. A-A-T-L. You can find out more about that by going to the bradyunited.org slash podcast page and checking out all the links we have to end family fire. Now, this past weekend saw lives senselessly lost and so many wounded in shootings across the U.S., including in Baltimore, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, D.C., and Fort Worth, to name literally but a few. We are focusing on only a handful today due to time, but know that we think about the victims and survivors of gun violence every day, including those who never make headlines. Chicago continued to suffer from gun violence over the weekend. Eight people were killed, and at least 20 others were wounded in shootings across the city, including five people killed by a neighbor in a Dunning condo on the northwest side. Chicago does have tough gun laws, but to quote Mayor Lightfoot, if you can drive across Indiana and buy military-grade firearms and bring them back to Chicago without anyone knowing, without any background checks, that's a problem. And the only way to solve that problem is for Congress to step up and do its job, end quote. To learn more about this issue, specifically why weak gun laws in states hurt everybody, not just members of that state itself, please visit BradyUnited.org slash podcast. Continuing this horrible news, a two-year-old boy was shot in the stomach in an apparent act of road rage in Baltimore. The, the young boy, thankfully, is in stable condition in the hospital and is expected to survive. But road rage altercations involving guns have increased dramatically in the United States, more than doubling from the 241 recorded in 2014 to 623 in 2016. These numbers have only continued to rise in the year since then. Meanwhile, as we begin to move into the holiday season, most Americans know the iconic image of the skating rink and giant Christmas tree moving into New York City's Rockefeller Center. This year, they've got some gun violence company. On the walls above the rink will be the art of Jenny Holzer, which includes a series of first-hand accounts and reflections upon the increasing omnipresent phenomenon of gun violence in the United States. The images of texts that were projected contain a mix of victim impact statements and facts, as well as the names and ages of the victims of gun violence. We have a link to these images in the descriptor of the podcast and on our social at Brady Buzz, and I really recommend that you check them out. In particular, this one really got me. Quote, I was so outraged. How do you buy a gun at 11 o'clock in the morning and shoot your wife in the afternoon? End quote. It's a very sobering thought in this Domestic Violence Awareness Month. 
emphasizing how normalized gun violence has become in America. A bill passed in Texas that now requires all teachers to undergo training in how to stop the bleeding from gunshot wounds. The training takes place in a classroom mass shooting simulation, which includes the sounds of screams and gunshots. This is not okay. Let's invest in preventing gun violence so we can stop focusing on preparing for it. This is not what teachers are for. Finally, in the world of thoroughly inappropriate media, a video was played during a three-day conference held by American Priority. And this video included the logo for Trump's 2020 re-election bid. This video, which memes a scene from the movie Kingsman The Secret Service, which granted is a good movie, shows an image of Trump's head pasted onto the body of a man opening fire in what is labeled in the video as the Church of Fake News on a group whose faces were edited to appear like the logos of Trump critics and news organizations. The video eventually ends with Trump driving a stake into the head of a person who has the CNN logo for a face before standing and smiling as he looks around. Not only was this video violent and against everything our country stands for, Trump's head was edited onto the body of Colin Firth, and let me tell you, we do not treat Mr. Darcy in this manner. For more information on this, or any of these stories, check us out at bradyunited.org podcast, on social at Brady Buzz, and remember, keep in the know by subscribing to this podcast. New full-length episodes drop every Monday, and this week, we have some really great ones. This Monday, we're talking to the super cool Greg Jackson, a survivor and community organizer who may or may not have Obama's phone number. On Wednesday, we have a, a heartbreaking episode with Kate Ranta, a, a phenomenal author, activist, and survivor who will be talking about domestic violence and her book, Killing Kate. And then on Friday, we'll, I, I can't tell you even what Friday's weekly gun violence prevention news wrap-up will bring. I didn't think I'd be talking about Colin Firth, and yet... Here we are for this week, so whatever it is, you won't be alone. I'll be here too. Thanks for listening. As always, Brady's life-saving work in Congress, the courts, and communities across the country is made possible thanks to you. For more information on Brady or how to get involved in the fight against gun violence, please like and subscribe to the podcast. New full-length episodes drop every Monday, weekly wrap-ups drop on Fridays, and mini-sodes come whenever we can fit them in, normally on a Wednesday. You can also get in touch with us at BradyUnited.org or on social at BradyBuzz. Be brave out there. And remember, take action, not sides. Not sides.